things are James and wrong Well, you won't find us at the gym Well, this is why we aren't thin But we're tails from the fat side And we're here to have some fun We welcome you Come on in Cause the shit show Is about to begin Hey, buddy. Hey, what's happening, man? How you doing? <laughs> it is hot as fucking balls. It is hot, dude. Fuck me. My balls are sweating down my fucking legs. It was 40 fucking degrees when we got off the baseball field this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And the lower mainland, that's fucking hot, man. That, that's, that's hot no matter where you go, man. Like, yeah. I, I ain't getting late tonight. Not in this weather. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I'm going to be sleeping happening. under the air conditioner. I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because of the heat. It's because of the fucking White Claw. You're drinking White Claws, eh? My niece graduated today, so I was doing the graduation thing. My best friend's son graduated today, so I was at their place. So I, I actually drank all the booze that I bought for tonight's podcast. Holy shit. I, I bought a 12-pack of fucking Piers, which is like the nudes. I just, I drank them all. They're gone. Yeah, man. You know what? This is going to be a really cool episode. You know, we have grown so much from the beginning, the humble beginnings of just two fat guys sitting there talking about bullshit. And we've had some unbelievable fucking guests. Unbelievable. You know, our like our last five, I would say four or five episodes have just been fucking wicked. No, no, no. Since day one, we've had good guests since day one. We never had guests the first couple episodes. Day one was me and you, so it's a good guest. <laughs> I, I fucking admire myself, so fuck, it was a good guest. No, but you know realistically, what? Realistically, since day one, we've actually lucked out, and we've had some really, really solid good guests. Let's talk about our guests tonight. 100%. Tonight, we've got three, not one, not two, but three, three guests, and they're all drivers on Discovery Channel's smash hit, you know, Highway Through Hell. Dude. It is going to be a fucking shit show. We've been talking with these motherfuckers for like two weeks now, trying to work out the funny guys, trying to figure out really like people, you guys know us, you guys know our, our, our thing. You guys know where we are. You know, you guys know our sense of humor by now. You guys have been listening long enough. These guys don't. So we've been really feeling these motherfuckers out and oh my God, they are our fucking soul brothers. Like it's they're, funny. they are so on cue with our podcast that it makes sense. Like the way they talk, the way they act, the way they interact with each other. Like this show, besides me being drunk as fuck, this show should be fucking dynamite. Well, you know what, man? I say we just stop fucking talking about it. We get these guys in here and let's hear what they have to say. Cause I'm interested to hear some great stories. hundred percent. Go fuck yourself. Bring them in. So, guys, we- welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. It's awesome to have you guys. Uh, Jim, we're, we're mutual friends. We, we met in a group there and uh, reached out, and we kind of started chatting. You started talking, chatting with James, actually. Oh, yeah. And, and you were like, so, so tell that, because I thought that was kind of funny. I, James is like, you it's, guys it's, were chatting through TikTok, well, right? It's funny, because I've, I've been following him on TikTok for a little while now. And I'm like, fuck. So he, he he put a post saying something, and I'm like, hey, have you been on the show? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, right away. So I'm like, 
fuck, you need to join our podcast. So I said that the name of our, name of our podcast, he's like, hey, do you is that the one that Ron Tuck from the Whiskey Wizards is on? I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. He's like, I'll talk to a couple people. I'm in. I'll talk to a couple <laughs> other guys, bring them on. And he, I'm, let's not pipe Ron's fucking head up too much, but he's like, Ron's a decent guy. He's a, he's a cool shit. I'm in. Yeah, Ron's fucking ego is going <laughs> miles. He doesn't need booze or drugs. His, just mention his name. He's fucking ego starts growing. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, you know that BC Whiskey Wizard group on Facebook is just probably one of the best groups I've ever been a oh, part it's of. Oh, fucking it's fantastic. Great. So, I mean, as soon as I'm seeing Ron's name, I was like, fucking Ron. Ron Tuck. Everybody knows Ron Tuck. I mean, if you're anybody in BC anyway, you know Ron, right? Yeah, so, yeah. right away, I phone up Cam and uh, James, and I'm like, hey, guys. Actually, I text both of them guys, but yeah, both of them right away were all over it. Fucking, they were game. That's a 21st century phone call. And that's <laughs> like all the three of you fuckers have been on the, the show for a while, eh? Like, what, what's your yeah. guys' what's your guys' history with that TV show? I'll go first. Well, all right. Um, so, I actually, I started, uh, I think it was season one and uh i've been i worked for highways and uh so I, I was on it through uh highways they when highway through hell first got started they focused a lot on tow trucks as well as the highway maintenance and the things and you know showed on what highways did and stuff so you know i had the opportunity to have the film crew roll with me quite a few times and that's where it set off and then i started towing and working for highways i do both jobs so that's how I got in on it. There is just, yeah, it just so, went. So driving there. with highways, what do you what do you mean by driving with highways? You were running tow truck, where you were running salt ice truck, snow truck. Vehicle, what was it? Plow truck. What what were you doing that oh. got you onto that show? Well, I was I was running uh, for for highways. I was running at uh, the tow plow and uh, graders. Okay. So you know uh, plow trucks mainly, and uh, and then yeah, I'd work there. They do uh, shift work, of course, and then. After my shift, I'd be towing with James, and yeah, we'd be rocking it out. Do you remember the first day you started at work with me? And Roland told me, he goes, yeah, we got a new guy coming. His name is Jim. And when I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to train another guy. And then Jim shows up, and I walk through the door, and here's this big fucking beefy-looking dude sitting in the chair. I'm like, I better not piss this fucking guy off. He'll probably eat me for fucking lunch. <laughs> <laughs> not much training was needed. I've been doing – I've been towing – off and on for since I was fucking seventeen, right? So really, eh? So uh, so Jim, you were you were driving for highways. So in the episodes, you know, when we're watching it, you're the guy that was driving the plow trucks up the highway. Then yeah, uh, yeah that, that, that these guys that the tow trucks were following at that point. Because I know you, I I watch a lot of the show, and you you know you see the plow trucks all constantly. They're talking, oh, the highways are out there clearing, so we can get up the pass and that kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. So so you drove the uh, the plow trucks and. How how long how many uh, seasons were you on there? Uh, I think seven seasons. Seven seasons, yeah. man, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, I was pretty lucky. Too long. Too long. <laughs> and, and, what, and what about the rest of you guys? What were you guys doing in the in these years, these seasons? Uh, what what did you guys come involved? I started actually. Uh, Colin saved my ass in season six, episode thirteen, when I took the mistress out. Remember that, Jim. And I slid yep. down the hill backwards. You actually know what episode it was? <laughs> I remember almost every episode. And then, yeah, so I did seven, eight, nine. They just finished filming ten. I'm in part of that before I called it quits. I've only ever watched maybe three episodes of the 
three seasons I was on it myself. So there's there's shit I haven't even seen. Oh and wow, really? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, uh, but I, I got I got three season DVDs right from the production company too. So I mean, I got them. I can watch them. I just don't. You know what I mean? It's just it's one of those things. Watching this up on TV. Fuck Jim, I got ripped off. Huh? We got me and Jim got ripped off. You got three seasons of DVDs. We got a kick in the ass and said, "See you later." <laughs> so so let's be real here. Like driving a tow truck is dangerous as fuck. I got some buddies in Canberra over that do it in the fucking they, they just do it all the time and it's dangerous for them. Now I've I've driven the Coca How I used to live in Kelowna, I've lived in Kamloops, I've lived in all all up in the Okanagan there, and I've also lived in the Vancouver. So I've done that trip a million times over. How dangerous is it for you guys in the winter as tow truck drivers? It becomes natural. Like, natural. like, like, like. Let's let's take the show out of the mix and and the production value out of the mix. How dangerous and how busy is it for you guys? Fucking stupid. His head's on the swivel, man. So tomorrow will be six years the anniversary to when I almost died. I got ran over there uh, by a, a driver in a bus. Okay. Slow down. Didn't he, the, the fucking guy was steering with his knee and texting on his phone. Well, he had, what was it, 38 passengers, Jim? Yeah. Something fuck. like that. What the fuck, slammed, eh? slammed into the back of my tow truck. My buddy was in the tow truck. A big chunk of the fucking bus came forward, hit me. Uh, I don't. I just remember seeing it come forward towards me, and I thought, if I'm going to fucking die, I don't want to see it. So I turned my back, and it hit the back of me. As the bus was going by, the piece blew me. I hit the side of the bus, and then I pretty much, fuck, it's hard to remember most of it. Fuck me. Wow. That's that's fucking absolutely crazy. And it's something that that I want our listeners to really, really take in consideration. What was the bus driver doing before he hit you? Like let's let's like I want people to know how serious it is when you're driving and how serious you need to take it. What was he doing before he hit you? He was texting on his phone. He was on his phone distracted. And this yeah. is something that Back when I grew up, it wasn't a thing. We didn't have cell phones. We did, we weren't texting back in those days. Nowadays, people got to realize how serious it is. At the last second, you're texting. You don't realize what you're doing. You think you're going to send a quick message to your wife saying, I'll be home in 10 minutes, home in 20 minutes, home in half hour, whatever the fuck it is. It could happen that quick. And it happened to you. What was the, what was the repercussion? What happened to you in, in, in the big picture? Um, well, after I picked myself up off the highway, uh, my first thought was I didn't see my buddy that was in the tow truck. So I ran back, carried him out of the tow truck. He was bleeding from every fucking orifice of his face. Um, he, uh, yeah, I took him to the side of the road. I ended up having uh, brain injury, skull fracture, six crushed vertebrae in my back, four in my neck, 14 broken ribs, dislocated shoulder, broken ankle, and there's a few other a massive concussion. God damn it. Whiplash. And somehow, <clears throat> some way, I the doctor told me I should have died. I should not have even walked. I should have not done nothing. But something told me that day that I had to get up and continue on and help my buddy. And they ended up airlifting me from the accident scene. Was, wow. was this during the, the recording of the TV series or no? Uh, no, it was only a few months. No, it was maybe a few months before I started with the other company before God, reliable took them over. Wow. Me, eh? I mean, Cam, you almost had a close call there at, at the end there, eh? 
Yeah, yeah, I think anybody that's been on the, the roads as much as us, you know what I mean, always ends up with a close call. But yeah, I was almost killed January 4th last year. So that was actually my one of my final toes was that day too. So yeah. so what so what happened to you? Like this is a serious thing that pe- people don't take in consideration. They don't they don't they really don't. They don't look at being a tow truck driver as serious and as dangerous as it fucking is. Like they don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just one of those things, you know, road condition, speed, you know, that's it. Everything just happened. For me, everything just happened at the at, at the right time. You know what I mean? If it would have happened separately, it wouldn't have been catastrophic as it was. But you know what I mean? It was just icy roads and, you know, nobody's slowing down, right? So you come around the corner, see a big flashing red wrecker, you know, you tap the brakes a bit and that's all it takes. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was pretty nasty up there that day. So, Cam, did you say that you drove a big wrecker? Like, were you a heavy haul driver? Or? Yeah, I was. A, yeah, yeah, heavy wrecker. So, yeah, which we were, yeah. So, so on the show, who was? So, you guys were all driving for Reliable, is that correct? My final yeah. season, my first two seasons, I drove for Jamie. Okay, okay, that's see that I thought you drove for Jamie as well, but then when I got some pictures of you guys for the show, uh, I saw you with Reliable, and I would. That's why I was curious. Yeah. I know on the show they make it. It's it's mostly about it's, it's Jamie, Jamie Davis. Yeah, uh, Quiring got in there pretty good, and he's on almost every episode. But you do see Reliable on the episodes because I have seen them on the episodes, so I know that oh, they're 100%. there. Yeah, so, yeah. so tell us about these companies. Like, how how big are they? What are they like to work for? Um, tell us some details here. Let's hear. Let's hear some. What was it like? Okay, so Cam, what was it like <laughs> driving for Jamie Davis? Because I've heard mixed stories. Jamie is a great guy. One of yeah. the best bosses I ever had. Yeah, I enjoyed working for him. So, so Jamie was Jamie came from the the background of he was a driver to start with. He bought a truck. He built it up up a company, but he was a driver. So, what I get from the TV show, what I get from different people being like living in the Lower Mainland, he came from the trucking industry where he was a tow truck driver. So he really appreciated the drivers and really took them in 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 consideration and 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 he was a good boss that, he was a he was a great boss man but yeah he's, a, he's still driving tow truck man you know he, he's a guy that uh well, i don't think he'll ever quit right but uh you know he always treated me with he treated all his workers with respect you know what i mean and, and taught us a lot of stuff too so um you know i was really grateful for working with jamie and what about the rest of you guys i was with reliable there i worked uh well, me and James, we both shared a truck for a bit there. And then uh, uh, actually that was before Reliable bought them. And then Reliable bought Tom's Emerit towing out of Merit. And uh, yeah, they they brought in the black sheep. And we actually, we had our choice on who wanted the black sheep. And uh, I I was right away, fuck that. I wanted no part of that truck. And uh, I said, James, all yours. <laughs> I'll keep the mistress. And Fuck yeah, it felt like, bro. You come across as a black sheep to start with. So what oh, the hundred percent man jumping into a black sheep truck and <laughs> you're already the black sheep Family. to start with, fucker. That's that's fine, man. That's fine. No, I was I was cool with running the mistress, right? It was a tri drive international truck. It was a good truck. And uh and then as as reliable grew and they got they changed up equipment and stuff. I did run uh Thor for a bit. Um that was a good truck to run there and uh and that's actually when I left. I, that's the truck I was running. And, uh, and you know, when I left, I just, you know, I had a good conversation with Suki the night before, the owner of uh, Reliable. Great guy to work for. And, you know, it was just slow at the time, right? So I had another opportunity to go. And 
I, I, I took that opportunity and yeah, I didn't turn back. I've been, now I haul lumber trains. I've been doing that with two years now. So, okay. So, okay. so, what do you, so what are you guys all doing nowadays? Now that the show is kind of, I can't say it's plateaued, but it kind of, it, it's kind of plateaued, hasn't it? Like what, what do you, what are you guys doing nowadays? I'm at home drinking beer, sitting beside my girlfriend. Now that you guys are on some low budget fucking podcast, what the fuck are you fuckers <laughs> doing nowadays? Uh, uh, I deliver cars for a dealership in a brand new trailer truck company. All nice shit. It's a lot more relaxing. It, it's it's funny. So just so you guys know, like Ron, he's he's a warehouse guy. He's he's run warehouses. He's taking courses, schooling. He he's a warehouse industry guy. I've always been a truck driver. Like I've I've done long haul, short haul, uh, logging trucks, oil oil trucks. Like I've done. I'm in the industry that you guys are in. So I've bounced from fucking truck job from truck job. I'm now in the mining industry. That's a beautiful thing about class one, man. You can fucking have a job every day of the week. And, and, right. and, making <laughs> decent, and you can knows. make decent money. I log now and, uh, or move heavy machinery, right? It's the only, it's only money left in trucking is that, you know, unless you yeah. want to haul food and be in fucking camp. You know what I mean? It's just not something. It's, it's that yeah, whole long haul, that whole long haul, camp thing as a for a fucking single person you know what i mean oh 100 yeah. yeah like i did i did the long haul for a long time like i drove you know new york the bronx from from surrey bc i've done the california runs to saskatoon to quebec like i've done the long haul it was good to get experience because i had no experience and i couldn't get a job but now that i do i kind of have my pick like now I, I i run like rock truck in the in the uh in, in the mines I run like oil or water trucks in the mines. Like now, I I got. Where are you? Where are you for Uh Actually, now I'm actually on the same island I live on, like Vancouver Island. I work at a mine oh, in oh, Vancouver oh, really? Island. Oh. Yeah, so no, I'm actually no. working in a in a ore mine that does diamond and gold. Oh and, right, and, we and talked stuff. about that. Yeah, we we talked, we talked a little bit, That's and great. it pays great. Once you get your foot in the door with the your class three or one, you you could work anywhere. And yeah. I actually thought about getting into the fucking into into driving for uh, the tow truck companies because they make good money too. Take it for Do not do it. <laughs> don't do it, commission, bro. <laughs> do Fuck, it. you don't want no, no part so, of that. Commission so, is fucking so hard, fucking man. Steal your life. So let's. I all. I all B trains now, and yeah, I work for a local mill here in Merritt, and fucking, I work half the hours, man, and make just as much as I was. So, so let's let's talk a little bit about the um, the tow truck industry, and before and 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 the fucking actual camera aspect of it with with the cameras in there. So, did you guys all three of you guys run tow trucks before getting into the TV show or no? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. you can't. You know, here's the thing. I got my class one in the city. I yeah. drove a tow truck for a lot of years. Uh, started my career actually in Surrey, was uh, towing for the city contract. But anyway, sorry to hear that. But go on. Yeah, probably uh, probably the worst place uh, to see the most gruesome shit was uh, was uh, when I worked there in those few years. So yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, and then I went straight up to the mountains, and I thought, you know, I got, Colin called me, and they were looking for an operator. You know, why, why not go to the mountains and do some dumb shit, right? It's got to be yeah, the yeah. craziest, dumbest shit to do, so. So, yeah, did you guys yeah. actually, did you guys actually have cameras in your trucks? Or was it just cameras outside the trucks that were filming what it you were cameras, doing? It was cameras everywhere all the time. 
Right. All the time, you have eh? no life. If you're, you're in the bathroom so- taking a shit and they're knocking on the door, what are you doing? I'm taking or a shit. an ice cream underneath the door, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they ask it's happened. I'm not <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, so there was cameras all, like throughout the truck every time you guys were moving. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? What was that like? Were you constantly tripping over staff or was it like they were no, telling they were, you step left, step right or what? They were good. They were good. They were, they, by the time I got there, they, they had some really, like some veterans that, you know what I mean, that probably could do the job if we, you know what I mean, if something happened to us. But uh, like other than them, they were never in the way, you know, obviously you get frustrated when you're working long hours, but you know, they were all a good group of guys, you know what I mean? I had a good time out there with the, with the film crew, you know, not dealing with, you know, all the other bullshit out there, right? So. So, yeah, so were, you, awesome. were you guys paid by the like a, an average tow truck driver? Like going from a tow truck driver to a uh, 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 let's call you guys TV washed, washed up TV bed, celebrity. Were you guys better <laughs> paid as a, a washed up t- TV celebrity or a tow truck driver? Well, I drive a Ford. I'm not going to hold that against you because I drive a Dodge and I'm pretty proud of that shit. We did okay. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the largest truck you guys have driven? Because I've we've seen a few. Like, have ever you guys ever driven a rotator? I saw yeah. that thing. That thing's fucking massive. Used to run a 65 ton rotator. Yeah. Really? Eh? Yeah. So I drove so- that same one once, Jim. Once I never. <laughs> Use the controls on it, but I drove it. Winch lines are all probably all tangled up. Yeah, it's a, it was a pretty nice truck. It uh, it's owned by one of the one of the towing big larger companies in British Columbia. Mario was towing there, and yeah, I used to work for them. Well, they bought the company that I worked for before, and yeah, but I used to run a rotator for them, and yeah. So that sucker can pick up some weight, eh? Like she can pick up some oh. ser- pick up a truck and trailer and just put her right back on the side of the road, right? Yeah, with the right operator on them, you can you can lift quite a bit with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how much did the the production crew get in the way of your guys' actual job, and how much did they embellish your job? I, I I get that your job was very dangerous, and you guys were out there doing shitty shit. But how much did the production crew make it out to be a lot worse than it actually was? How much of it was Hollywooded? Yeah, a lot how, of how Hollywood was it. All the time they ask us, is it all staged? Is it this? Is it that? Oh, I no, don't get it is. How, I, how I think many, it is dangerous. How many tow truck drivers, Cam, how many times have you told some new Canadian to go drive his fucking truck into the ditch? Yeah. Now, <laughs> Jim, same thing. It, none there, of there, there's a lot of them, trust me. There's a lot of them. There's a, yeah, yeah there's a lot of stupid shit that happens. I mean, uh, with the film crew, they're, they're usually pretty good. I mean, uh, they're always wanting to get the shot, of course, right? So yeah. they're wandering around. Sometimes... You're actually watching their backs as well. Um, you know, I've seen them get into some situations where the traffic's getting a little close and you just, you know, you're watching them and doing the wreck, right? So, um, and they watch out for you as well. I've, I've had them, hey, Jim, you know, watch your back. And, you know, I jump out of the way. And so, you know, everybody watches out for each other out there, but they don't get in the way by any means. You know, it, uh, it, it works pretty good that way. Mad Lab Distilling, located in South Vancouver, produces fine, handcrafted spirits with a focus on making a beautiful, rich, and smooth single malt whiskey. They take a completely hands-on approach to spirits, from building their own custom equipment, brewing, distilling, and aging. Each step is carefully controlled and tested for the best quality. Mad Laboratory products are a beautiful and enriching experience. MadLabDistilling.com 
premium spirits at their best. So how much did they edit? So well, I know Cam Cam says he's only watched a couple episodes, so <laughs> it's hard to ask Cam this question. But his, his, uh, you opi guys his opinion doesn't mean shit right now <laughs> so, on this question. So you well, guys, guys got to think they get like thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of film, right? Yes. So yes, like they film every wreck that they can get, like whether it's a heavy wreck or a little wreck, they're they're filming it. They need the footage, and it's and like you mentioned before, it's multiple companies, right? You got Jamie, yeah. you got Choir, and you got Reliable, you got you know, um, yeah. There's other other ones there, but yeah. And how much <laughs> do they spin their their own narrative on that? The problem, like, the problem with the Coca Cola Boys is. It's so cutthroat, you know, since the TV show started, you know, the, the work's just, it's not there for all these companies that are showing up, right? But, you know, I slept, I was up there sleeping for days. You know, I'd go through two camera crews, they'd switch out, I'd get another crew. You know what I mean? That's, I used to stay up there banking on a wreck, hoping to get a wreck because that's the only way you can survive is if you're right up there when the wreck happens. Other than that, by the time you get out of bed and get up there, someone else has, has already got the thing out of the ditch, right? So um, when I first started the first, like my season seven, it wasn't wasn't as bad as it is now. But like even that last year, I was out there. I was just, like, I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? It was, it was just like a fight for, it was a like king of the hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching in the, in the beginning season, seasons one, two, three, you know, when it was, it was primarily Jamie Davis up there. And he was cleaning house, right? Like his trucks were everywhere and he was making money and, you know, buying rotators and starting groups in Alberta. And he was all over the place. And then they changed the, the ruling on how the uh, contract worked for, for those highways. And once they did that, that was like you said, Cam, that's when all the competition started coming, all the different companies. And you started seeing more and more and more. Like I remember, like I said, when it was just Jamie and then it became choiring came in there. And then what is there now? There's probably what? Five, six. I heard Reliable bought Hope Coin, and then um, you know, and then they, got they just bought Benz. So yeah, they got quite a few outfits. But I mean, back to that real quick, though, Ron. I mean, it's never changed. Um, so years ago, Jamie and Al used to actually share the contract for the Ministry of Transportation doing helpers up the hill. Um, that's actually a contract that's awarded by the ministry, and so. They used to share it, and you'd see Adam Gazzola up there for Jamie back then, and uh, you'd see Quiron up there, and they do 12-hour shifts and vice versa, right? And then the contract got renewed again, and Al got, got full rights to the contract. So that's where Al sits on the hill, him and Gord, and from the chain up to the top of the hill, you're not to touch it unless you're asked by ministry or, or the highways to do it. But it's always been open game up oh, there. It's just the companies have gotten notes. bigger. <laughs> We've all done the hill pulls. We've all done it. But so when it's in protocol, they kind of, you know, they don't want a bunch of tow trucks there, right? If I'm going up that hill in protocol and there's something there, I'm taking something with me. I'm not fucking driving by a bunch of spun out trucks. You know, I don't care who's yeah. on the fucking Well, I've done it. I've done so, it. I'm not so going to say I haven't because I have. <laughs> I remember one time. I remember one time about three years ago, I was holding my tr my uh, fifth wheel up there with my old piece of shit pickup. I had a fucking 2001 Dodge fucking Ram with the, the Hemi. I was hauling up there. I overheated. So I got just through the fucking tunnel and she fucking redlined. So I pulled over and a tow truck pulled over. And I, I remember him saying, I'll pull you to the top, which we all know it's what, three kilometers, maybe tops. Yeah. To the top from the for, once you're through the tunnel going from the bottom from hope 500 bucks. Yeah, 
Well, no, it wasn't even that. He goes, he goes, what do you have in your pocket? I said, honestly, I got 150 bucks, but I, I can hit a bank machine and I'll fucking send you money. He goes, give me, give me what's in your pocket minus 30 bucks so you could buy yourself a case of beer. And he hauled me to the top. And, and I was Family. like, fuck, this is a decent dude. I was trying to think if that was me or not. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. So, how much of that goes into your pocket? Like when, when a guy gives you a good deal, by, like that, he's driving by and he got you, and that was all in his pocket. Really? Eh? Said, no, you know what I mean. That's that's the way oh, you, know, you got to be able to do that. You got to be able to hustle that shit. You yeah. know what I mean, you're not making a. You're stressing out about making a fucking paycheck. You know, you don't work for three days or you know do one job a day, and then all of a sudden in a fucking weekend you're working fucking thirty hours straight making a paycheck. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's the hard part. They don't get in the pattern, your sleep, and everything. You know what I mean? Everything just gets way out of fucking, and, and it just it just mentally mind fucks it, man. And it, it did it to me. So yeah. <laughs> hard to pay the bills when the trucks aren't rolling down the road. So, yeah, so, true. So there's a lot of hustling. So now let's let's move on a little bit further down the way, a little bit more tales from the fat side style. And so what's the best offer you guys have got? Because there's got to be fucking pussy. <laughs> there's got to be pussy out there that says, hey, if you tow me to the top of this hill, I will suck your fucking cock. Cam's trying to hide a smirk there. I think there's a story behind how, that smirk. How, yeah. how, how many offers and how many of those have you guys taken, the, those cock sucking offers? No. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm married, so I'll just leave it there. Hey, just pull the play the fifth. I don't give a fuck. I, I know the truth. Jim, the second you pull the fifth, I know you got fucking offered cock fucking. <laughs> they always get the pull for free. Let me put it that way. I pulled the stripper up going to the the. the oh, I remember her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the stripper broke down on the smasher driving this piece of shit. I towed her all the way back into town. I was like, oh yeah, whatever. Went home to the fucking woman I was seeing at the time. Not even a week later, I get a phone call from the same broad. I broke down on the spasher. So this time, I have the camera crew with me. Fuck. Tow her back into town to the local strip club again. Fuck. Well, needless to say, I sure got a lot of fucking lap dances that night. <laughs> if, if that's all you got, it went, wasn't I'm worth not, it. I'm not allowed to say the other part. <laughs> if her lips weren't wrapped around it, it ain't worth it. Some of the stupid shit happened. we've told, though, I'll tell you something. This fucking guy up here, James, tows a deer to town. <laughs> we have phone calls to dispatch. What? You towed a deer? A fucking well, I had two pigs fucking, but that's a different story. But yeah. <laughs> no, tell, 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 tell the story. I'm intrigued. Oh, fuck. The, okay, so this guy, I get a call for this van that hit a deer. I go out, pick up the van, bring him back into town. The ministry says, hey, you need to get this deer off the road. So me being a fucking smartass, Grabbed this deer by its neck and its head, dragged it back into town off the back end of my wrecker. As I pass a guy with a browning sticker on the back, I get a thumbs up from him and his son. Well, the next <laughs> car was like a fucking PETA, save the world, every animal needs to live. And I tell you, that fucking woman was so horrified, she almost crashed into the barrier as his tongue is hanging out of the deer's head. <laughs> into town and gutted it and sent it to a dog food factory so somebody could have fresh dog food. I think the best part of that story would have been if she would have like actually got into the accident and then you were the record towing her and oh, the God. deer head was like right there the whole time. That would have been the best. 
Well, that would have been awesome. Jim, Jim had two pigs fucking each other, so. That, that was, was great. great, man. Fucking, these are actual pigs from a farm, boys. I'm telling like, you. Like, fucking <laughs> four-legged <laughs> pigs. I, I They're, like, it was fucked, man. So I helped this guy out on top of the Coquihalla. He's strapped for cash. I already had a tow coming back into town. I was like, you know what? He's local. I'll help him out. I phoned dispatch. I'm like, hey, what do you want me to do? They said, you know what? You got the time. If you want to tow him in the into town real quick, go ahead and do it and then grab your other tow. And I was like, okay, right on. So I helped this guy out. I go back to town. Next day, I come into work and these guys are fucking laughing. And I'm wondering what the fuck they're laughing about. Well, <laughs> fuck, I go out to pre-trip my truck and then I had the I ran the heavy and the little truck. And on the back <laughs> of the fucking lift, there's two fucking pigs. And he, they made them out as if they were fucking. I guess the guy that I helped out was a farmer, so that was my tip. So he tipped me two pigs. So what do I do? I would just strap them down right where they're at, and I drive the fucking out to the butcher shop. Well, more phone calls to dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> Driving around with two strapped pigs together. Nice. Right through That's fucking town, man. Right through town. It was great. You know what the worst? You know what the, the worst ones are though. Like the worst cleanups on the Coker. Those fucking travel trailers. Me and James went up and did one there, Comstock, and it was the same thing, man. Oh. Just like the biggest pile of shit right in the middle of the fucking highway. No, so, yeah. So after we after after we fucking got the trailer out of there, we made who was it? I think it was Kevin, right? Pickle Rick. Yeah. New we guy made him Kevin. fucking shovel the shit. <laughs> <laughs> we made that poor guy do a lot of fucking things we didn't want to do. Who smashed? Yeah, he good. He did. Yeah, yeah smash. He did a good time. Yeah. Oh, smash that's funny. <laughs> so when you guys were up there driving uh did you guys ever get stuck yourself and have to get pulled out fucking jim went missing for nine hours jim went missing for nine hours so, i went yeah. to bed and jim went on a call i was like oh he'll be good he'll be good i get into work they're like have you heard from jim i'm like no he fuck he's probably at home sleeping yeah he was sleeping he was sleeping in his tow truck in a fucking ravine Oh shit! So Jim, why don't you tell us that? Yeah, yeah, I was in a ravine. I split off the road. There was no cell service. Fucking nobody was answering the radio, man. Fuck it. Yeah, it was. It was uh, yeah, it was something else. Nine hours later, I finally got help. Oh shit, eh? That's yeah. there's nothing worse than that. I've I've been in that same boat in the oil fields out in out in Alberta. When I used to run back truck out there, man, I've sat for a lot of cats. I've fucking I've gotten stuck in a lot of spread fields. I drove oil tankers, so I was at the fucking I was at the fucking uh, wellhead. I'd load up and I'd take it to the refinery. The company that I worked for said, "Hey, we're going to send you to this other area that they they do this other type of fucking oil digging, and you need to bring up the the water." So I I'm like, "Okay, whatever." So we get all fucked up, like me and my me and like the five other drivers that brought the trucks up. We we were told we got three days. And then on the third day, we're we're in we're working again. So we got fucking drunk as fuck. Like I'm talking like six o'clock in the morning, roll it back into our hotel. Well, fuck eight o'clock in the morning, we got a bang on the door from our boss saying, "Hey, you guys gotta come with us." So we go out. I'm still drunk. Our other driver's fucking sleeping in the truck. We got no idea where we are. Well, we get a tour of where we got to haul water from. Well. Lo and behold, I get stuck out there in the middle of butt fuck nowhere with this fucking tank full of water at minus 48 degree weather 
It's fucking freezing. I'm stuck. White Rhino Extracts, a Canadian cannabis brand based out of British Columbia that sources, produces, and distributes the highest quality THC and CBD products in the country. Dedicated to selling only the purest products, free from any additives, toxins, or hidden ingredients. Providing the community with knowledgeable insight, quality weed, and superior customer service. Quality stays high while the prices stay low at WhiteRhinoExtracts.com. So where was the money at? Like, let's let's... So the, before you guys the for the most money, I mean, you, you could do all the toys you want, but at the end of the day, I mean, we made good money doing the wrecks. Did you make more money doing the wrecks or did you make more money once you became a TV fucking show? It's all the same amount of money. You get paid commission on the job. So, oh, so they didn't you don't make you anything more. extra. I mean, like with, I, with the ice road truckers, they, they made more money once they became a, a TV show. They did less hauls. They did less this, less that. But once they became a TV show, they made way more money. Like they were. Well, I, should, I was on the wrong TV fucking show. TV show then, I guess. Yeah, I was on the wrong show. <laughs> from from conversations with them, they got like a production wage from the production company on top of their hauling their loads. I so mean, they got like you guys. I I would have thought you guys would have got paid for your toes, but then a production wage on top of that. So you guys didn't get anything we, like uh, that. We got. See, perks. when I was when I was working for highways, right, like. We never, we just got our wage. Like what the company got, whatever their deal is with production, that's their deal, right? So whether they bring it down to the employee's level or not, that's that's their call. But I mean, um, from my end of things, no, it was always my wage that I was getting from the company I was working for, right? And okay. whatever they have, I mean, it's cool to get recognized, but I mean, yeah. I don't even like getting fucking recognized, so... Yeah. If girls well, are throwing you fucking panties every time you walk by him, I like how he looks over at his old lady. It doesn't happen, babe. Really, it doesn't. If they're throwing panties your way, fuck you if you like not be. You know, it'd be funny as if she threw her panties right now. <laughs> hey, you know what? If she wants to That's do it, about, yeah. to her. Fucking throw it on the table. <laughs> so you said that you do get, so you get recognized out on the street. Yeah, I think we've all gotten recognized by fans and stuff. I mean, it's a pretty well-known show, right? So, yeah, 100%. yeah. Mostly, mostly Ontario people. I find they really, really? yeah, wow, yeah. Wow. I have more fans from Ontario messaging me and sending fucking sending me shit than uh, you know what I mean than wow. anywhere else. Yeah, we li we like free swag. Just saying. <laughs> what? Did I tell you the story about the strip club when I was out there? Fuck. Okay, so. The first, what was it, three months we were on the show, Jim, when I went to Ontario for my buddy's wedding? Yeah, yeah. Every fucking where I went, I walked down there in the airport. My ex is like, people are staring at you. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just clueless to it. I'm like, whatever, right? In the airport, the pilot gets up and he's like, thank you for flying with us. I'm still fucking clueless. End up going for my buddy's stag that night and... Uh, the owner of the restaurant where we were eating, he fucking paid for my whole meal, went and drank at another bar, some little shithole dive bar, and the owner paid for all our drinks because she's like, we love you on TV. And I was like, what? And then I fucking clued in. Well, we went to this, I can't even remember the name of the strip club. It was in Thunder Bay. And this chick's like giving my buddy a lap dance for a stag and She's like, come on, come on, lap dance, lap dance. I'm like, fine, whatever, right? So probably about the fourth or fifth song in, right in the middle of giving me the 
fucking wicked lap dance. She goes, me and my 10-year-old son watch you on TV. Oh, I was like, that's... well, this is a total mood killer. <laughs> I don't know who yeah, would but... recognize James. Dude. He's a fucking camera hog. We always say fucking James, right? Fucking Waiting on him. the cameras. You still didn't fucking drop wood in that no. lap dance. Like, fuck off. No, fuck. <laughs> you you still supported fucking your 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 troop. James is still a virgin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> In what area code cam? Grayson. <laughs> so when I started doing the the, the uh, promo for this on Facebook, I posted oh. it on Facebook, and I, this is going to make you laugh. But Cam, actually, my twelve year old son recognized you right away. Because we and, and, and it's just because we watched we watched every season. As a family, it was something we always did. So, you know, you got those shows and Highway Through Hell, they always thought it was kind of cool. So uh, he's like, I, I recognize that guy. <laughs> so there you go. You got some got some notoriety from my 12-year-old. I was walking around the grocery store not too long ago, maybe, I don't know, a couple months ago. And I was I had a mask on and I had a hoodie and I just came from the gym and I had a hat on. Anyway, this little lady was following me around and I, I fucking, eventually I just turned around and I looked at her like, wonder what she was doing and i didn't even say nothing i just turned around and looked at her and she just she could tell who i was just by my eyes and it's usually my voice that people recognize me like i've been recognized on out logging roads just on the radio you know what i mean but this this older lady recognized by my eyes you know what i mean that's crazy so, just the, the craziest times you know what i mean that, <laughs> yeah she wasn't she, she wasn't young but you know what i mean still still a good it was, fan. It was the old women at least hers didn't tell you that she was fucking pregnant <laughs> trying to get alimony payment out of you. The, the test put James put right in with my Gary Sprinter, man. <laughs> yeah. The test results came in, and you are not the father. Again. <laughs> Again. Twice. Oh, shit. So what is the weirdest, craziest fan interaction you've ever had? I got, I got a stalker. So Just, her name is... Of, of course she did. Look at those fucking pecs in that picture, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, son of a bitch. She, she actually, she actually wanted to have my babies, and like, she had photoshopped what my what what her and I, would, what our baby would look like if we ever had a baby together. Oh. Wow! Is this the one I think it is Cam, the one that kept messaging both of us. Was she a dispatcher? Yeah, oh wait, no. She <laughs> used to message me five times a day from five different hey, accounts. It's, the same, it's that same girl with the dark hair, right? Yep. She kept messaging me, asking where you were and what you were doing. <laughs> Did you test the waters to see if your babies would look like that? <laughs> <laughs> she tagged me on Facebook. She tagged me on Facebook in his pictures, and then somebody com commented, "Man, that does look like you." Because she's like, "I had your baby, you know what oh, I mean? I'm with your baby." Oh yeah, it was fucking wild, man. That was wild. That's but fucking crazy. I felt sorry for her. Obviously, down. she was wasn't fucking all there. Maybe she was. I don't know. But what I got. Was definitely stalker vibe. Five different accounts: Instagram, Facebook, anything so, she could get. So you somehow, somehow she fucking got my number. Was calling me. So Jim, what's your uh, craziest fan interaction? You know, I've been pretty lucky, man. You ever see the size of me? Make it uh, true. I'm true. a big boy, man. I'm full of ink. You know, I you don't should. You should ask the fans up. that question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, they're probably a little, little intimidated to walk up and talk to you sometimes, right? That's awesome. The kids, are, the kids are the greatest. You know, the kids aren't scared. There's a lot of kids fans that, uh, surprisingly, they, you know, they, uh, they see a guy like like me, and you know, it's like, 
they instantly kind of like that, you know. So and it's cool. It's you know you get that feeling. You don't want to. You know, I'm the asshole kind of type, and you know it. Uh, yeah, I always welcome it. So you know, you know what? You know, it definitely helps. Like I've been watching your Facebook before I knew who you were. I followed you on on uh, TikTok there for a while there, and I've been watching your TikTok, and you seem to be a very family like all about your kid. Yeah, like man, I don't I know have, if uh, you have multiple kids, but I know I know you have at least one daughter. And I, I, I follow you. Kind of like what I do on Father's Day is probably just as confusing as as it is with me. You know, I'm an ex carny right? So that I'll throw that out there right now. And uh, so you, so, you you avoid your phone calls on Father's Day. <laughs> no, 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 no. So puts it on I, silent. Yeah. I've been with my wife for nine, 19 years. So okay. um, okay. you and me I have, I've. Yeah. I have two girls, uh, 16 and 18, okay. and uh, I'm also raising my two nephews, so uh, 13 and 15. So yeah, I, I got four Fantastic. kids around the house. And, right and, and that's and that's really cool because, like, like I said, I, I followed you on TikTok before I knew who you were, what you were, or anything like that. The second I see anything to do with a Harley or a bike, I'm like, yeah, I'll follow them. And, yeah, I and love the my stuff bikes. that you do with your kids or your daughter alone. Because I think there's only the one daughter that's on the the TikTok with yeah. you, and I'm like, you know what? That's pretty fucking decent. Like, I got a daughter, I got a son. My daughter's 15, my son's 13, and I'm I'm a family guy. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but when it comes exactly. to my kids, I got I got that soft side. But I'll I'll, I'll fuck anybody up. But I got you know, that I've... soft side with my kids, and and you and I got the same. I got the same vibe from you. Yeah, bro. Like fucking, you know, it's uh, I I never thought the tiktok thing was a cool fucking thing i used to laugh about it cam fucking still laughs at us but we got fucking james in on it now so cam you'll fucking join the tiktok train bro i'm telling you man but uh my i did it for the kids you know they they had fun with it and my daughter she she loves doing them with me i mean we did the one video there we got fucked Two million views on it right now. Oh, so fuck yeah. wow, that's pretty badass. Yeah, I thought I was doing good. I had eight hundred thousand on one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at one point eight or something now, bro. That's but awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Ron, you're, you're a fucking loser, anyways, Ron. So who if you haven't fuck fucking cares? followed me yet, you better fuck fucking you. follow me, Ron. I do. You know, I do. I followed you the right. other day. Big easy. Jim underscore easy, Big Jim. Easy, easy. Gear down, Billy Big Rig. I love having fun with him, man. Fucking love having fun with him. That's awesome. Jimmy just needs a hug. And it'll be all right. Yep. Hey, man. I, got, I got you, Jim. Hug? I got, I got you. Let's go back to the show a little bit. Do you find that you make more money as a celebrity? I think you get more tips. Yeah. I think the on, show, the tips, on, the, on the tips and the things, I think people like to show their uh, their generosity. And, uh, you know, they like to, you know, throw us a little bit larger of a tip. Yeah, but, Cameron's right there. I better give a little bit more. You can't, yeah, you, can't fuck, you can't expect someone to pay give you a tip when they're just charging 500 bucks for a tow off the fucking mountain. Yes. You know I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't Even expect it, but it it's me, nice. I never ever took it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's I always tip. fucking took it. Yeah. Tip <laughs> you got. But, but we heard you were a cheap cunt anyways. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Ten cents of you. <laughs> What's the largest tip you got? Set of titties. Jim. Yeah. If uh, I'm fucking bucks. I got hundred dollars cash. I think that was probably my biggest tip. Hundred. Yeah. We what actually, you, you know what? We moved some weed trailers. I'm not going to mention names, but but we had the big heavy wreckers up there, and we fucking <laughs> tucked them in, 
tucked them away uh, <laughs> up a goat trail. Up on, I can't remember where the fuck it was, but they were of course, ready yeah. to go for three footers. Um, and I, in that four hours, I made twelve hundred bucks. Nice, in, nice in, in my pocket. Just, nice. just to make shit disappear. Yeah, I used Jamie, to love doing repos. Jamie, Jamie made five hundred. I made twelve. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jamie. You know? So, so there's a lot of there, there's money in in the towing industry. Then there, the, oh, you yeah. know what? There isn't. There really isn't. It's really not worth your 24 hours a day, seven days a fucking week bullshit. You know, really, eh? as a driver, years ago, 15, 20 years ago, when it was, you know what I mean? There wasn't, there's a fucking new, new heavy record on the road. One man, one truck, no overhead, fucking all these cars, insurance and fuel. You can't, yeah. big shops and stuff like that. They can't, you know what I mean? They can't keep up with shit like that. And then they're popping up every fucking day, whether it's just a deck truck or a one ton or, you know what I mean? There's, there's fucking new companies every day. You know, give it fucking five years. All these big companies with these big shops and their high overhead aren't going to make it anymore. Yeah. Right. So how, how is a company like Jamie going to survive in this industry then? Jamie does Jamie does insurance work for ICBC. Okay. So as long as they're crashing, he's he'll go get wrecks all over the place. You know what I mean? And that's he'll float his business, and he's talked about that. You know, the winter months you can't bank on these winter months anymore because there's too much competition. You know what I mean? Okay. You got to. But if you follow the show, Jamie's gotten into more lawn haul business too. So oh, yeah. absolutely. So Jamie's making a killing. Well, I wouldn't say he's making a fucking killing, but oh, he's, he is. He's, he's comfortable. So what's 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 the fucking most sexual opportunity you guys have ever had towing fucking shit? Jim, remember that porn star that we told? All right, Tell now we're getting good. Tell the story. <laughs> the carload full of the dildos or magazines, the fucking pictures, everything. Nice. Yeah. That fucking car she wrecked, and then we had to tow it into the yard. Come, uh, come to the yard and got her fucking all her shit when we were working at Tom's. Tell us more, oh, dude. Fuck. We've been offered so much, I, but I'll tell you the best one yet, and it doesn't have to do with women. Actually, didn't yes. you guys fucking pay the customer once? We did. A, <laughs> we did an impound. We did an impound one night, and we were offered thirty thousand dollars to leave the gate open. Cash. Oh wow. That seems like yeah. a drug dealer. Um, I, I wasn't asking no questions, but you know, uh, we were pretty loyal to the company we worked with. So, uh, idiot. <laughs> so you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot yeah. to lock the gate. Shit. Yeah. Now that I think about it, you know, I, you know, we should have probably jumped on it, but uh, no, we were pretty loyal, and you know, thirty grand is just you. you it's not worth it, you know, because the. When you work for a company, that's the problem. Uh, they hold contracts like the RCMP contract for one, right? Like that's a that's a big contract. So, is it worth losing the contract for that company and then getting your name blackballed? Yeah, companies. That yeah, you're right. Depends <laughs> <laughs> on what that paycheck should be, man. No, but the, the, here's the thing: they're your fucking loyal employee, being loyal to a company who's not fucking loyal to you. You know what I mean? Well, that's just it. Yeah. Right. And it's 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 so it's it's so bad how you know some tow companies. Some tow companies are great. Some are by the book, just like they were 20, 30 years ago. You know what I mean? But at at the end of the day, no co a company is loyal to themselves and their bank account these days. That's it. They're not they're loyal. Eight, they don't give a fuck. Oh, you don't mean shit. Investors. Yeah. They they you're just a fucking number with them. You with are most of these companies nowadays. They don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, you know, like I, I've been in the industry know? for a long long time. Not towing, but like long haul trucking and dump trucks, and I, I've done all that shit the lower mainland. And and you mean fucking nothing. So wherever you can make money, 
and make a good podcast out of it and tell some good stories. Wink, wink. That's where the money's at. Well, you know, hey, I'll tell you, you know, like, fuck, does it like, seriously, we're all sitting here right now. We're, we've all moved on. I mean, if, uh, you know, if the money was there and, and the company was there, I mean, mm-hmm. fuck, we'd still be there, right? Still but be there, hundred percent. We all moved on. Yeah. And you know what? They've replaced us and moved on as well. So it was no loss Absolutely. to them. And they, they'll replace you just like anybody else. Unfortunately, it's not just in towing or trucking. It's in it's everywhere now. It's every right. company now because there are so many people looking for work. And I always tell my guys that I got guys that like really want to fight every little thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, you got to pick your battles, bud. Like you're trying to fight everything. I'm like, think about it. If you're not here tomorrow, you think this company's going under? No. Fuck no. We're no, going to no. call in a temp and he's going to be here tomorrow by 930. And then yeah. that goes with work too, because if you're not happy there, if you're just there for a fucking paycheck or a pension or a fucking whatever, why are you there? You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, the thing, the thing about trucking is, like I said, I fucking one year I had seven jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, there's so many aspects of trucking out there, and and to find the right guy that you get along with, with the right boss, and fucking pays you what you're worth. You know what I mean? That's that's I'm always going to be fucking quitting jobs, right? So and, and and that's the thing about trucking is it doesn't matter what you do. If you could drive a truck, you could drive a water truck, you could drive an oil tanker, you could drive a truck's a truck's a truck. If you could shift those gears the way they need gears, gear did a gears a gear. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you've done. If you could shift those gears and not grind the fuck out of them, you could get hired doing anything the fuck you want. Fuck yeah. nowadays, you got the, the automatics, bro. You don't even need to grab the gears anymore. <laughs> fuck those. Just push your fucking button. You drive. You got self-driving trucks that are mine out here. Fuck that. Those automatics are the biggest piece of shit that ever came out. I've driven the fucking Volvo automatics, and they're the fucking wow. worst thing ever. They can't pick a gear. They're not like a person. You you climb down something like the Coquihalla. It's you not, lose a bet. You're not Volvo. picking the right gear. <laughs> They ain't no, picking the right gear for you. That's that. That's that I shift or M shift, isn't it? Those fucking baubles. You oh yeah. Try, you ever try an I eighteen shift, automatic? Yeah. No. <laughs> Every time that they offered me an automatic, I said, "Go fuck yourself." I'll shift yeah. myself. Yeah. Jim, yeah. I will say one thing. You know how many times I got Probably a call a highway tractor, <laughs> and I asked them, "Is it automatic?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Fuck it, send it to Jim." <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind them. Don't mind them at all. Really, eh? Well, then you can oh, roll joints. Where then you can roll joints while you're driving. Perfect. There's a perk. There's a perk right there. <laughs> steering, steering with his knees. That's right. What are, you're on the you can have one-handed, bro. I'm professional. <laughs> anyway, so. Well, Cam. Hey, thanks for coming and joining us, bud. Jim, James, awesome. Thank you, guys. Much appreciated. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. You guys have a good night. Yeah, good to see you, man. boys. Thanks, pal. Take it easy. All right, boys. Hey, we had a great time. Thanks for coming on the show. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for coming. Have a great weekend and, uh, you know, stay healthy. Cheers.